0: My team is zone three,
1: not where I thought I'd be, tied for last with a hard on trays. Lord have mercy, it's time to pray. George Kittle left a hole. And AJ made it worse. All I have left are tight ends. My whole damn team now needs a nurse. What
2: have I become?
1: My sweetest friend. Everyone I drafted ends up hot in the end and I can't get my empire dirt I will end up bound to the bowl of shit Unless I buck my fucking ideas up and get a win this week, boys. Fuck me.
3: (laughs) Holy fuck, what an intro.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Fuck Back. It's Wednesday night. You know what that fucking means. Coming at you live, your winless host, Captain D. Joined by not one, but two key contributors to my miserable 2020 fantasy season so far. Please give a warm welcome to Mr. Hungry. How hungry are you? Oh, 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 and tonight we have the pleasure or disappointment, depending on which way you look at it. of not one, but two of Frankie's boys. Please welcome the jersey bopping helmet bags. <laughs> it's what's, ha- what's happening, you
2: bad motherfuckers? <laughs> uh, the, helmet, <laughs> the helmet boppers are here and ready to do some helmet. Wait for it. Bopping,
0: baby. Let's go. We're coming
1: in nothing but heart and balls. Get it straight. You <laughs> Holy let's, shit, you're straight. Let's bop those helmets. And fuck, what another crazy week in the NFL. We had some close PMFL matches, some more injuries, some scary COVID news, and the continued froggy style and domination of the PMFL powerhouse raining mad points on the league.
3: Man, oh, man. Yeah, those freaking Tokyo football
1: titans, they might not lose a game this year. Uh Tokyo? T- no, no, no. Why would you think I was talking about the Tokyo Titans? I was referring to the undefeated Helmet Bop and Gors- Oh, the Gorsmags. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, my team is looking nice and saucy this year, baby. No 0-16 for me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Buddy, 0-13, not 0-13 in the season where you're prowling around on the corner.
2: Yeah, close enough. to probably all carried over anyways, just like your win streak did. So I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it all
1: evens out. <laughs> Appreciate then Gers, what do you uh what do you attribute to your early success this year in the PMFL
2: uh i don't know actually i'd probably say like well, right off the bat i mean picking 12th it's always tough i mean all the good guys go in the fur right up in that first round you get the zeeks the camaras all the saquons of course how can you forget I mean, <laughs> You got all these great <laughs> talents just going so early. I mean, by the time I get to twelve, it's like, man, I'm practically like debating between Carlos Hyde and uh, <laughs> and Darius Slayton, maybe even Alan Lazard. Like, uh, there's a lot of a lot of tough picks at that twelve, thirteen spot. So
3: you got to check your source. I, I think I of print off of some updated sheets.
1: He was he was looking at fucking fantasy sheets from 2021 he's had ellen lazard as wide receiver six on his board it's <laughs> <laughs> living in the
3: future hey, it's working for him we can't knock it if it's working
2: yeah he's definitely a sleeper of the year and you know what i love proving my daughters wrong so sombrero's for all
1: yeah definitely definitely uh, I, and you didn't go with lazard in the first round but you did go with another packer who definitely is uh proven that he was deserving of that first round pick aaron jones has been balling out three weeks in oh yeah. man he's been crushing it
3: i don't even know what he scored here so let's uh look at this uh helmet boppers copenhagen cowboys
1: matchup yeah i suppose let's uh let's recap another miserable week of PMFL action
3: yeah let's start <laughs> on a
1: high night high note though let's uh let's go and look at uh those boppers and those
3: uh those cowboys Aaron Jones, modest fifteen points this week. Gore's, are you worried that he's not putting up forty-three points? Uh, in well, back clearly, it,
2: it clearly it was a down night for him. I mean, <laughs> small fifteen-point floor. I guess he can't really go that. <laughs> he can't really go that back for him. But uh, he still got his rush TD in. I mean, he got like seventeen receiving yards on like ten catches. So I mean, that's a little worrisome. Um, but still, he's he's doing. He's looking great out there. He's looking fast. Uh, but really, like when it comes to this matchup, though, I was breaking it down, I think, earlier today. And the kicker special teams really mm. shows the importance of those late-round picks in the draft.
1: You didn't pick Goskowski, though. <laughs> I,
2: I don't think you picked Cleveland either. <laughs> yeah, I might not have, but I mean... Those we'll are, give it to I'm you just, anyways. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just explaining how it, it's very important, though. Oh yeah, you can't, you can't have any throwaway picks. So, in this <laughs> one, I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland went off. Miles Garrett, obviously the boppers. It obviously oh, that's probably perfect, why you picked Cleveland. Perfect yeah. Blend, perfect blend. He had a nice sack, fumble, or something. Did he bop anybody recovery. with
3: his with his um, bucket?
2: Uh, he might have. I didn't watch the game entirely, but <laughs> I think he. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't put it past him. Also, you might have to. Sorry, go. I was just gonna uh, say you
1: have to roll with Cleveland all year now. Yeah, yeah. Might have to. on <laughs> brand <laughs> It's
2: good for the brand but uh I gotta go with a uh, big name here Steven goskowski huge waiver wire pickup flew under the radar he got yeah. did he get 25 points hold's that's, that's, gotta God. be the
3: most by a kicker ever He
2: might have had a couple of touchdowns that game I didn't watch it but I think, I think yeah a there's playing playing gotta be a football. touchdown tucked
1: in there. Touchdowns. there's no way that's all field goal points. You're pulling uh, Andre's favorite card there and having your kicker go for more points than anyone else on your team. Yeah. Although, granted, Andre's kicker is usually getting 12 points and still outscoring <laughs> the rest. Of it. But the point still stands. Uh, exotic yeah. two-tight end look, got it done. Uh, worried about the Dallas Goddard injury at all? Yeah, Derek Goddard on the IR, I mean,
2: he was, <laughs> he, he was only 1.2 points for me, but that 1.2 points went a long way in this matchup. Like, You need every point you can get, and I think that one actually will help me down the stretch in the later for uh, playoff placement, you know.
1: Um. (laughs) Already looking ahead to playoffs, (laughs) Oh, I'm ready. (laughs) With the 3 start, it's, it's only uphill from here. It's, wow. it's true. It's true. And uh, meanwhile, looking over at uh, your competitor last week, I mean, everybody, um, everybody, I was getting hate mail coming in. I think it was just all from Basso, though, that I actually went against against the grain and against Yahoo and against the PMFL history when I, I selected the helmet boppers to to stay red hot and give these uh, these cowboys a, a pussy slapping. But um, they uh, they didn't really they like, 130 points didn't hit their projection, but it's still not bad. Prescott's balling out, but uh, what do you think is the main reason, other than Gore scoring 142, why did Bass lose this week?
3: Oh, I was just gonna say one other thing before I answer that one, but I was gonna say the pod the pod doesn't miss on our predictions, but then I remembered a prediction I made last week, which didn't quite come true, but we'll get to that <laughs> afterwards. Um, yeah, I think it's just Bass had too many mediocre performances there. Um, like you see, you know, Corey Davis, you'd think, oh, AJ Brown out, he might come in and do a have a big game instead nope it was Steven Goskowski taking over for the t- titans there. Hayden Hurst against Chicago. Um my boy my dog Hayden Hurst only had uh one one yard it looks like one yard uh one reception and one t- touchdown um man if he doesn't have a touchdown there bass is really hurting there at tight end he would have less than uh, Dallas football Goddard on the IR over there.
1: Yeah keep that in mind too one catch one yard one touchdown because there is a player in the NFL that actually surpassed that this week, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at bass too. I mean, the injuries are starting to stack up from here. I mean, shark out. Uh, if we don't know if he's, he might be back this week, but Jeffrey, he's holding on to him. Uh, Ray Gore, another Eagles receiver off to the IR. I think he tore some fucking muscle. I can't pronounce in His thumb. Chris man, Carson with that count, dirty man. play. Yeah, I know that mm-hmm. it's Eagles. It's not the Eagles year, and it's, it's not the freaky grinders year either. And then Curtis Godwin going down with a, a concussion right after he gets back from the hamstring injury.
2: Yeah, I think uh, this really came down to just uh, poor poor management at the end of the day. Look <laughs> at uh, Gaskin and Isaiah <laughs> from a bench. I mean, <laughs> I mean David Montgomery, really? Of
3: course, look has- at Lazard on your bench, buddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's...
3: You left the Lazard time. king on your bench and went for a two-tight end set.
2: Uh, I didn't even look at my team this week. I was just ride or die. Confident. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could have slotted Ayuk or Gaskin in there. I think that would have made a much closer matchup versus David Montgomery. I mean, the guy's a bomb. <laughs> 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 he could easily be – he, he could be a drop this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's much value
1: there. Theme opportunity and drop candidate? <laughs> All right, why don't, we, uh, why don't we move on? Why don't we look at a, another high note in the PMFL this year? Andre hit 100 points. So uh, for those of you at home that took the under on the, of the 3.5 last week, you got to be sweating with that triple digit performance just in week three. Uh, let's take a look as uh, he, he did still lose. Let me let me clarify, but he got 100 points as Joey uh, rumbles for his first win of 2020.
3: Yeah, how about that? Primo's picks back on back in the win column. They were having a bit of a shaky start, but 138 is uh, no uh, point total to be messed with. That's for sure.
1: It's nothing to wipe your dick out. That's for
3: sure. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> another good phrase <laughs> here on the pod. Um, very tough. Um, I mean, given given that we're reviewing this matchup and we have uh, Gardner Minshew and Joey's quarterback slot, we may as well just discuss the trade right now.
1: Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Why don't we take a look at that trade? Just to recap, the Tokyo Titans sent Benny Snell, Gardner Minshew, and Logan Thomas to the Primo's Picks in exchange for Hollywood Brown. Uh, Let's peel back a layer of the onion here. And uh, Hollywood had a bad game. So, I mean, Joey's got to be loving that trade right now, right? Right. Eh, Wrong. Let's take take another layer off of the onion and look at this guy, Logan Thomas, tight end. 29 years old, been in the league since 2014. Uh, He has 47 career catches. 12 of them have come in the last three games. So maybe, maybe this is the year he finally turns it around. But for a 29 year old, who's been in the league for six years to have 47 career catches, we can pretty much say he's a waiver candidate at some point, unless he continues to stack up catches. Then we look at Gardner Minshew, who at the time when Joey made this trade, Ben Roethlisberger was still available out on waivers, has since been picked up by the Sausages. Looking at the stats over the first few games, Big Ben had 25 points and 20 points. Gardner Minshew, 23 and 26. So that's a difference of quick maths here. Uh, three points. A couple. Yes, three points. So Joey could have just picked up Ben Roethlisberger, and then this week Ben goes for 21, Minshew goes for nine. So can safely say that that would have been the better play. So so far we got a 29 year old with 47 career catches. We got a quarterback who you could have got equal value for off of the waiver. So what does that leave us with? Oh, Benny Snell Jr. for Hollywood Brown. Knock on wood. If you're the Tokyo Titans.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely one way to look at it. If I wanted to play devil's advocate here, I have nothing too good to say about Gardner Minshew, although uh, his week one and week two stats may have led some people to think that the um, Jaguars will be in, in shootouts and are a functional offense. But um, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you just can't buy into buy into those Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, Um, but looking at this Logan Thomas cat, um, Jordan, Jordan Reed rule 86, no longer playing for the Washington football team uh those tight end targets have to go somewhere i don't know who which other tight ends the washington football team is is rostering but i i mean i'm fine if they don't roster any tight ends and they just throw the ball to scary terry all game but this logan thomas character does have looks like an average of eight eight targets per game in his last three which is kind of surprising for somebody who kind of came out of the blue and like you said has no career catches um and yeah benny snell it's such a pain in the ass to have to uh be worried about whether or not james Conner is going to play week to week because like yeah he's a bell cow but boy does this guy have a history with injuries um so i mean i kind of understand that joseph wants to handcuff uh connor fair enough um and this trade only really works out for him if he somehow knows uh something weird that the rest of the fantasy world doesn't and malcolm uh what's his name hollywood brown hollywood brown's a bust um and I mean he got it right for one game but yeah That's I, true. I would I would I would look to the waiver wire for a quarterback if I uh, were you Joe
1: I would uh I would hope for Joe's sake I don't want to I don't want to rain on him too hard but uh I was just looking at it from the analytical side um, I hope it works out. I hope Logan Thomas finishes as a tight end four behind George Kittle, Dalton Schultz, and uh, Hugaboo Boo. Here's <laughs> <laughs> three tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> and hey,
3: one final note: Joey's got Jared Goff on the bench, who went for 29 fantasy points. Hey, eh?
1: that one hurts. He could have. It's had a good
3: thing. It's a good thing he didn't lose the matchup. That would have been real <laughs> tough. Um, but let's uh, knock on wood and give a little bit of applause yep. for Andre breaking 100. Yep. Andre, well
1: done. It's been, a, it's been a tough year for those hard-ons. Uh, Jarvis has been a big disappointment this year, but the whole Browns passing game has looked anemic. Um, but tough week for Andre when he had his best players really ball out. There was nine points for Justin Tucker, 15 points from Patriots defense. Um, Cooper Cup had himself a game, Stafford top 20 points, but just a lot of
3: letdowns. Mm-hmm. Too many guys in, in low numbers there, and one to point out would be that Dion Lewis that we were kind of bashing on the pod. We didn't really like much of that uh, Giants backfield because it's definitely going to be an RBBC, and uh, it looks like Deion Lewis might have been the better pickup because I believe Wayne Gallman went for about a point, and then actually Devonta Freeman, who we kind of passed over quickly on Carlos' bench there, only had one point after that big forty-nine dollars waiver spend. So you don't like to see that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I think at
2: this point, uh, Andre is really just waiting for this Armstead guy to come back
1: either that or bring the league crashing down which uh, if you've been following the chat is clearly what Andre's rooting for Um also as well on top of the Dion Lewis uh, acquired the newly acquired Dion Lewis you also had Keelan Cole who Andre just uh, dropped a, a wad of cash on uh, so those two guys combined for 7.8 points and then Two guys in his lineup who he was counting on, Jared Cook and Leonard Fournette. They both go for three points each. So um, I believe I said earlier on a previous episode that there would be greener pastures ahead for the hard Andres. Um, And technically, this is better than his past two weeks. So that might be about the only thing that I've gotten right so far in fantasy this year. But uh, yeah, we're on the up. (laughs) That
3: we are. All right, next matchup to look at here. Um, let's go for the Skunkle Squad and the Cold Hustlers. Yo, yo. What a sweat. Hey, can you hear me? Yo, yo, you boys there? You straight? I'll type in the chat.
1: Yo. Where are we at? What's going on? You boys hear me? Yeah, you're muted. Oh, shit. Uh, that just uh, kind of dropped straight? in and out there. We're, sounds like we're straight
3: now. We're straight. So Skunkle Squad, Cold Hustlers. Uh, this one turned out to be an absolute sweat of the week. Uh, Mark with a clean 140.00 score against Dallas, 137.48. So two and a half points difference. Um, and yeah, it came down to Monday night. And man, you're watching Tyree Hill and those uh, Kansas City Chiefs absolutely picking apart the previously thought of as stout Ravens defense. Huh. And you're thinking, man, how does Mark hold here? Like, Tyree Kale was one, one big play catch away from uh, turning the Hustlers W into an L
1: there. Two and a half? Of what he needed twenty yards and a catch, or
3: yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah twenty one yards and a catch would have done it, but nope
1: Mark holds on it was a good all around matchup though I mean both teams vastly outperforming uh their original Yahoo projection, and the skunks they came so close to that last second upset, but just weren't uh just weren't stinky enough to to seal the deal but looking at the the hustlers who go on to win this one, how about Russell Wilson? He looks possessed, he's a demon. Yeah, he's an
3: absolute demon, the number one uh, fantasy player this year so far. And he doesn't show any signs of slowing down. He's got Miami and Minnesota up on the schedule before the bye. So, I mean, those are better matchups than uh, New England and Dallas, I'd argue. So, Yeah. wow, Mark's got a bit of a cheat code here uh, carrying him along. Because, yeah. yeah, he's had, he's had a, he, like, I mean, he's getting a win. But look at some of those other performances. His fir- is uh, Is that second round pick there, Joe Mixon, or is that a first rounder?
1: uh second
3: second second, yeah we got got mike thomas can't disrespect mike thomas or else he might come back and rain (laughs) 40 spots on us um but yeah joe mixon seven and a half points half his projection you know we got some other pieces hunter henry um joshua kelly those chargers pieces not really performing up to their projection
1: it looks like he's experiencing some flesh, flex issues, similar to myself. That's just 10 points combined. But the only difference is that he's actually finding ways to win, uh, unlike yours mm-hmm. truly. Um, and just one last quick note on Russell Wilson. I know it's only week four, um, but it already looks like the only man who may be able to surpass him for MVP this year is tossing absolute laser darts for the Chiefs. I think it's already a two-horse race. Mm-hmm.
2: Still pretty early, though. But I don't know. I think this matchup really came down, like, I don't think it was really a Monday night sweat. It was more of a kicker sweat here. I think Greg the leg versus Robbie gold, a little five point difference there could have made, could have made the whole difference at the end of the day. I think so. Yeah. Greg the leg was some extra you gotta points too. Bob, you got to trust Bob gold at the end of the day. <laughs> <trust Bob Gold. laughs>
1: On the topic of special teams too. I mean, big underrated performance, but 18 points for Tampa Bay defense, as you said, 14 for Bobby gold, and that turns out to be the overall difference. The uh, score that's what thirty-two to sixteen special teams in favor of the hustlers.
3: Yeah, that's huge. I remember Marcus pretty excited about his Tampa Bay waiver wire pickup, and boy, did that ever come through for him. Definitely made the difference here.
1: Yeah, I mean they beat him so bad that the fucking Denver Broncos are starting the ghost of Rick Ripon at quarterback next week. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It's a tough loss for the skunks, but I mean, they've got to be happy with that performance. I mean, every one of their skill players went for over eight points. Um, and then the 18.7 point performance from Tyreek Monday night wasn't quite enough, but there is a silver lining in all of this as they actually face uh, hard on next week. So, you know, it's not, uh, Oh, uh, could be worse.
3: There you go. <laughs> um, one other note before we close out this matchup, I was, uh, I was catching that Seahawks game at Mark's. Um, on Sunday afternoon there. And as I was, as I was rolling into his driveway, you wouldn't believe the smell outside. It smelled like a, an absolute skunk. So I figured, man, Dallas has come over here. He's tried to mark his territory, try and get Mark's (laughs) head, but he couldn't really, uh, couldn't really get it done.
1: That's some psychological warfare.
3: Yeah. Nasty stuff. Like I'm not sure if it was a real skunk or Dallas went out and (laughs) bought like skunk perfume and just fucking drenched Mark's lawn with it. But
1: well, if any of yeah. you have been unfortunate enough to stand behind Dallas after he's eaten Taco Bell, Burger King, or pretty much anything <laughs> that fucking that. enters his body, it usually Good comes out the other end smelling worse than a dead skunk. So that was aptly named team on brand. On brand also be the gas man. <laughs> 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 that might have been it now that we think about it. That's that's much more plausible. <laughs>
3: A few different suspects. Maybe we'll have to have our, um, well, our legal game. team launch an investigation. Yeah.
1: They've got their hands fucking full right now, but yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll throw it on there. I mean, what are we paying them for? That's right.
3: Let's move <laughs> on to the uh, Stab City Shamrocks and the Nacho Man-Randy Savage matchup. This one was also mad close, eh?
1: It was, the, yeah. Uh,
3: Five-point win by the Stabbers, 122-117. to 117. Not the highest of scoring affairs, but a good
1: battle nonetheless. I was watching the the games with YZ and and the Tokyo Titans on Sunday. And man, oh man, was it a fun one to watch with YZ. I mean, like the first, the second window sucked because of many, many things for my team, which we can get into (laughs) in a sec. But um, to watch them go back and forth like that with especially Indianapolis defense, I think they returned two picks for touchdowns. Yeah, they had two touchdowns, three interceptions, um, it was like they were every other play. It seemed like Indianapolis defense was scoring like eight points, um, and then it eventually came down to Mason Crosby sealing the deal for Stab City with a sixteen-point performance uh, on Sunday night in that Green Bay New Orleans game, which was a fucking great game. Hmm. Yeah, that was a hell of a game. Um,
3: yeah, Mike Evans, uh, another high yardage game from
1: Mike Evans. This is what we said. Remember about because who was it? Hayden Hurst, one catch, one one yard, one touchdown. Mike Evans in this game, two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. So that's never been done in NFL history before. There's never been two players in the same week <laughs> that have done that. So that's ridiculous. <laughs>
3: so, so basically, by quick math, Mike Evans is equal to two Hayden Hursts. So potential trade opportunity there.
1: Just gotta clone him.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dalvin Cook doing Dalvin Cook things, absolute dog. Um Bobby Big Schlong Woods. Um, another good game.
1: This is Sean best of the w- year.
3: Big Dick yeah. Bobby. Shout out to Big Dick Bobby. Big uh he's a big fan of the pod, I've heard. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Derek Henry had a uh, pretty uh pretty good pretty good bounce back game. People were a little bit uh, worried about Derrick Henry only having fourteen points and eight points through uh weeks one and two, but yeah, big twenty six point banger, two touchdown
1: outing. That's what helps. I mean, he's still leading the NFL in rushing by a pretty sizable margin. But both of these teams' RB ones that they took in the first round both looking elite. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got to be happy for both of those. They I got the date cooking on uh, early Sunday morning, watching those two go at it. Um, other than Cook, looking at the Shamrock roster, I, I feel like I'm I might be repeating myself here, but no real standout performances. I mean, Mike Mike Evans. One of the strangest games ever. Sure, Big Dick Bobby had a good game, but um, other than that, LaVisca, uh, Kenyon Drake has been pretty, pretty uh, disappointing so far this year. And Mark Andrews again having another down game. Uh, Naheem Hines remained on the bench.
2: <laughs> he, had a ba- he had a bounce back game.
3: He did. He did have a bit of a bounce back, better than his 0.9 spot that he put up last week, but. um, yeah, that's against the Jets. So you kind of even want to see more than an eight point game there. But I mean, we'll see how this uh, situation progresses in Indianapolis.
1: Tough loss for the stab Doobies as well, losing Tariq Cohen uh, for the year with a torn ACL. Uh, if you got, Did you guys see that injury? I saw him being carted off. I didn't see the injury. Yeah, I want to say it was a dirty hit. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you know, if you watch Jeez. it back, it's That's a fun return. He's got his head up. He's not even looking, and the guy just comes flying in at the side of his knee. Like, it's it's pretty filthy. Like, oh, there's no way he does that, and he doesn't injure him. And he had all the time as he was running down um, at Tariq to to lay a different type of hit on him. So, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah. Doesn't uh, Russell Gage 30. have
2: a Conky too? I think he's got a. Yeah.
1: Conkey. Correct.
3: Oh, man, the injuries piling up all the way around the league.
1: They don't stop. And Russell I mean, this
2: Gage, is expensive. waiver wire pickup too? I think there was the, Didn't he go for twenty bucks or
1: something? About that. Yeah.
3: Oh, another That's point. Impressive. Why is he? Why is he stopped listening to the pod so seriously, buddy? I was just joking when I said Will the Fuller V was gonna pull a Hammy and have a dud game. I. I I was just joking. I was a little banged up last pod. <laughs> uh, yeah, so feel free to slot him in. He's uh, definitely the wide receiver one in Houston there. Yeah, he's a plug and play. Plug and play. Other side of the coin, um, IT Kev could have gotten this matchup done. I mean, of course, he could have probably slotted in somebody else here and there as well, but um, if, if IT Kev put in Mo Ali Cox, the big old <laughs> 6'6", six, six, uh, tight end there in, in, the, in uh, Indianapolis. If he slotted him in for an exotic two tight end set, he would have got it done. But instead, he decided to go with the Abbotsford boy, Mapletron, who did not have a good game.
1: Yeah, that was a oh. expensive, another expensive pickup that, that underperformed. And overall, tough week for the sausages across the board. T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, Melvin Gordon. And then, as you said, aforementioned Mapletron, all of them scored less than seven points. So it's, it's a tough one. Yeah. If There's, he just swapped
2: the tight ends alone, he would've won. So you Ryan could even say
1: lighter, IT Kev even strangled his own sausage this week.
2: Yeah. Mm. Great <laughs> man great management though playing Ben Roethlisberger over Matt Ryan though. That's a surprise. You think Matt Ryan's slinging the ball all day long.
3: Yeah, what a savvy play that is. That was I don't know play. if I could have made that, that play.
2: Kev should get some credit under the radar for that. I
3: mean, give, give Kev a bit of credit and let's mourn one of Kev's losses. It looks like uh, another of his wide receiver big time pickups, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, didn't he get absolutely banged Is up? Yes, he did. <laughs> so some sort of calf surgery or something. He's got some messed up thing. It might be back in week eight, though, actually. Don't feel too bad. All right. Shall we move on to uh, our matchup, James? Is that one you were planning on talking about, or did you just want to skip it completely?
1: Yeah, I, I guess I do want to talk about our matchup. I had to go and throw up outside first.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. Um,
1: yeah, where do we start here? This is a gut punch, man. Why don't we start with what brought it all crashing down to its head with Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I was popping
3: off, dude. Um, holy shit. On some of his touchdowns, like the freaking Dallas defense wasn't even covering him like at all. Like they're wide open. It's like how do you leave their probably like wide receiver? I mean, DK Metcalf's a dog, but like their longest tenured guy there, like fucking. They're wide one B,
1: one A for sure. Like they, it's they're pretty interchangeable, and the, it looks like oh. you can switch switch out either one of uh, at any given point in time. But that that late window between Mike Davis, Tyler Lockett, and Galladay, like that was that was a gut punch.
3: Oh yeah, those guys were all banging their brains out in the afternoon slate there, and then to ice the cake, DK Metcalf getting a little cocky after absolutely shredding that uh,
1: Diggs defender there. I've I'm had words with his agent, boy. and I let him know that if if that happens again, he's out of here. <laughs> he he knows he's on thin ice.
3: Okay, he's straight then. You're you're setting him straight. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a Darren Waller was a bit of a disappointment. Um, on my side, he can't really fuck with the the Bill Belichick uh, defense of zoning in on the best player and taking them out of the game because boy did he ever two receptions nine yards.
1: Yeah, he got Belichicked hard in that game. It was Holy like fuck. there was no open space. They had Stephon Gilmore covering him.
3: That's crazy, hey? Yeah. yeah. And uh Las Vegas didn't really get that game, get much going in that game. The Patriots ran over them. Um You had – I was
1: just going to look. I'm just checking now. I don't think it would have mattered even if I'd started Beasley and got myself another – Seven points. Uh, I still would have only been at 129. So makes me feel a little better. There's there's no way I could have won this game.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A bit of tough sledding. Um, you got to love your quarterback performance, though, Josh Allen.
1: There's still a lot of things that that I like. You know, it's it's tough. I'm. Mean, it's like I've grown attached to these guys over the years. I'm. I'm trying to pump them up in the locker room. I'm. I'm fucking <laughs> t- calling trick plays out of my ass with the triple exotic uh, tight end set that I haven't actually been able to play it because Kittle still got a boo-boo but um, I, the one the one silver lining of this week is definitely Daryl Henderson Jr. balling out uh, Mike Davis pipped him by what 0. 0.6 but both those uh, that's guys. That's a wash
3: yeah we got to be happy with our pickups cheers to that uh, um,
1: cheers, cheers to that buddy at least we imagine, know how to pick, up, pick up winners. Yeah.
3: Imagine if we got Devonta <laughs> Freeman for the same price
0: oh
3: well, yeah that would have that been tough would have been tough yeah sorry Bass um, one other, one other comment I would have to say I think uh, was a bit of a blunder on your side, although I know you picked up a defense for a couple bucks and you plan on playing them for their nice upcoming schedule, but playing a defense against your own quarterback kind of hurt you.
1: Yeah, it did, and I kind of knew that going into the game, but honestly, it could have been a lot worse with Josh Allen throwing for four touchdowns and rushing for one. I couldn't have asked for that to have been any better because he accounted for all 35 a Buffalo's points and then kind of what I predicted Aaron Donald fucking went oh my god did he
3: ever I think he had two and a half sacks or something
1: yeah and I think that they had fumble recoveries too uh yeah they had so he had a sack forced fumble and a fumble recovery all in the same play uh, mm-hmm. they picked off Josh Allen too so that's a wash but it could have been worse it, with that for the game being that high scoring. So I'm I'm happy that I at least escaped out of that one, but didn't want to give up another stash uh, to pick up a, a one week defense play.
3: Yeah, that's fair. I feel yeah, it's tough when you you got so many guys on your bench that have potential and you 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 know you see them doing things in the future. It's tough to drop one of those guys and pick up a defense like
1: blah. Yeah, defense. Blah. <laughs> Blah, defense. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> Actually, uh, isn't one of us carrying two defenses?
3: Not currently, but... uh oh, no, that's not... the boppers,
2: baby. That's the boppers. <laughs> oh, the boppers. <laughs> you
3: have two defenses, Agor. Eh, defense,
2: Yeah, I like the two defense stack. It's pretty strong.
3: James, we may have to take some notes here.
1: No kidding. Yeah, I'll just drop Kittle and just pick up. Uh, I, I, I don't I'm know. Maybe new, 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 York Jets, new York Jets defense. Oh, Those I wouldn't
3: go so good. far as that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what else? Hey man, if for? it's
1: working for if it's working for the Gores, then maybe that's maybe that's what I need. I just need to bring some competition for for my defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blank Blankenship and <laughs> pick up for you there. Goes and kicks twelve points. And how about Butker? Harrison fucking Butka.
3: Oh boy, was he missing field goals, wasn't he?
1: He missed uh, two extra points, or one extra point, and then he missed a 40-yard field goal. So that's a five-point swing. Then if you factor in Metcalf's eight-point swing, so that's 13 points. Then if you put Beasley and that's another 20 points. That wins me the game.
3: You're right. There were ways to win, but your team just could you. not find them that week. Uh,
1: Odell might just be a cancer. I think he's just spreading shit everywhere. <laughs>
3: There's shit everywhere.
1: Everybody's um, starting to play like shit now. <laughs> Speaking of people, I
3: mean, fuck, I don't know if I should say this, but I, I the thought popped in my head, so I, may, I just got to carry it out. Um, but Lamar Jackson may have played like something we were just talking about a few seconds ago uh, against KC there. That was a tough game. And
1: that was on Monday night when I had Clyde Edwards, Butker, and J.K. Dobbins going. Not I to mean, I, I was bite my nails. Yeah. And but I'm
3: uh, got to give uh spread the uh blame around a bit. I'd say a few of his receivers made some drops which kind of hurt a lot of their drives. Um I mean, Lamar was great on the ground. Guy had 83 rushing yards. Got to love that. But yeah, I think uh this kind of um rivalry of him against Mahomes um it's not close right now, but I'm hoping it lights a bit of a fire under Lamar's ass and he uh, absolutely murders those uh, Washington football teamers next week.
1: No kidding. Let's, uh, should we move on past this, uh, past this depressing subject and uh, take a look at some transactions this week?
3: Uh, oh, nope. Because we actually have one more matchup to discuss.
1: Oh, oh,
3: oh the <laughs> froggy of the week <laughs> goes to <laughs> the Tokyo Titans, one fifty-two point six against Indomican Fuge, sub oh. one hundred.
1: Oh boy, that's a what a routing! Performance. <laughs> so our listeners may have actually noticed that uh, we are missing a certain froggy-styling young ho on the podcast today. Well, there's a reason why. The little fox didn't show his face up on the pod, and that's the fact that he failed at a hundred points uh, right yep. after. This g- is it. This
3: giving... is it. Whatever, whatever bullshit he said, he's he's doing, and can't make the pod tonight. It's for sure not that. It's this. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's definitely in bed under the covers, wiping tears.
1: Right, a- right after last week, giving uh, giving Joey a rimming uh, for <laughs> for failing to hit hundred. That's yeah. uh, We call that a yeah. cur- curse of the big mouth.
3: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, to add insult to injury, his uh, world-famous number one-ranked kicker has um, got a bit of a groin issue, I believe. Um, and Fuji, we'll, we'll see in the waiver segment, but I believe he may have already moved on from young Hoku.
1: Yeah, right? actually, and oh. – sorry, go ahead.
2: Groin issue? Dude, I think that might be a typo, man. He's listed as D? Dude, that's got to be a typo for on the COVID list, man. I think you
3: had some bat for breakfast. I don't know what that guy's doing. <laughs> Holy Jeez. shit, Course. Course, we're, we're trying street, to man. crawl in sponsorships. We can't be making <laughs> racial <laughs> comments like that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fuck.
1: Actually cut it, cut it, cut the pod. That's, that's pretty <laughs> that D doesn't actually stand for doubtful. That stands for dick, because I've heard that he stepped on his dick last game and he's out indefinitely. And that's a tough injury and a tough loss for the young hell losing his mascot. Yeah, that's
2: most that's quite likely. He's gotta take his vitamin C, that
3: dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, at least at least food still has a chub, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, You know what's what's fucked is that the Titans weren't even that good this week. They only scored 152. Yeah, this was the week he, he could have even beat them. This is the first week that Phil's team has looked beatable because outside of Mahomes, Kamara, and RB Wanenson, those three guys combined for 110 points. How fucked is it that Phil could have beaten Fuji with three players against his entire roster?
3: That is absolutely crooked as hell. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he has his defense going for negative. Um, Hollywood Brown there going for two point three. Deontay Johnson, I guess he got injured and has sub one. He's got fucking dick all in the points. But yeah, Kamara and uh, yeah, this this James Robinson guy really makes me sick. Like I don't know how Phil ended up with this guy. Kudos to you, Phil. But fuck. No kidding. You're really putting a spanking on the league with some guy named James Robinson, who nobody heard about pre draft.
1: (laughs) What's uh, he's a starting running back for the Jaguars? He looks pretty good. Oh my god. Okay, nice, nice. Um, what's interesting though, and and what does give the rest of the league maybe just a little bit of hope, hope? But uh, outside of Mahomes, Kamara, and RB Wanninson, the rest of his team only scored 42.5 points. Hmm. Hmm. That smells like we've had who's, – who's been injured so far? Uh, CMC. Um, Saquon. Uh, who, who was drafted third? Oh, that means Zeke is next on the list. And then Kamara. So. Dude, Camara, <laughs> Kamara is, gone. Gone, okay. I think, I think Camara's the best player
3: in the NFL right now. Like, yeah. Man, did you see that screen pass?
1: It was unreal. That, might be the that best was one of the ever. best football
3: plays I've watched on TV in a minute. And this guy, he's just, he looks so calm. He's casually, he's like, come on center, get in front of me here, make a block. Let's bounce off a couple tackles. Walks it in. Can you imagine if the guy who like shoestring tackled him at the end, uh, looking like ripped his Achilles in part or something? You know? <laughs> yeah, that would have been, <laughs> been tough. would have been a tough yeah. To play.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, what a play that was. And yeah, Pat Mahomes looking absolutely dominant against Baltimore. Like, holy shit, he's gonna be lighting up the league this year.
1: I still just can't get over that Phil could have started three players and left the rest of his roster open and he still would have beaten Fuji this week.
3: Yeah, that's an absolute froggy. <laughs> Shall we move on to the transactions?
1: Yeah, uh, well, maybe final thought. I mean, I'd, just noticing that uh, Ndamukong looks like he really missed uh, Tay Adams this week. He had uh, seven mm-hmm. out of his ten players scoring eight points or lower, so hoping for a better performance next week. But I'm not because I'm playing him, and I'm hoping for the same. <laughs> maybe straight then. All right. All right transactions. All right, have we have I missed anything else, or is that, we're good to go?
3: We're good to go. All right, let's dive into it.
1: This was an active week.
3: Yeah, let's start at the uh, the the biggest ticket of the week here. This feller, um, a former, how hungry are you, receiver, late round pick, Justin Football Jefferson, of those Minnesota Vikings. Um, big money spent on him. Yeah, I mean, 21, 21 buckaroos. So check this out. I mean. I wasn't watching those Minnesota Vikings games religiously the first two weeks, but I mean, I was looking at the box score. He had three targets, two receptions first week for a couple of yards, three, three targets, three receptions, second week for a couple of yards reading reports like, man, the Vikings never have the ball. Yeah. Sometimes they're down in games. Sometimes Dalvin cook goes crazy. They're up. For some reason they're just not a throwing offense. They got Adam Thielen. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this guy's probably good to drop. Like I got to pick up Mike Davis yeah, let me drop this guy. I double-check. I'm like, oh, what does Yahoo got to say about him? They're like, uh, yeah, this guy has little – it's quote here. He has little path to redraft relevance in 12-team leagues. I'm like, yep, yeah, let's get this bum out of here. And bingo. Nine <laughs> targets, seven receptions, 175 yards, and one uh, touchdown. That's tough, man. I've yeah. been there.
1: I, I dropped th- Kamara his rookie year. I dropped DeJuan yeah, Watson true. his rookie year. It hurts.
3: Hey, I'm 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 just saying that's 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 funny. It's like how did these guys writing for Roto World recover from that? They're like this guy has no relevance to. He's the number one waiver wire pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I don't I don't buy it actually. Um, so good luck with him, Joey. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna get the consistency. Um, maybe you're not looking for consistency. Maybe you're looking for a boomer bust guy, and that might be him. Uh, but yeah, I'm not worried about parting ways with this uh, guy. The fuck is that? What on earth is that?
1: Boys, what IT Kev. IT Kev, we need you in here right now. (laughs) It sounds like we're fucking being hacked.
2: We might be getting hacked right now. What the heck? Hello
3: there. Hello? Holy shit. That's not who I think it is. is is It's a
0: PMFL pod.
1: It is. Is this
0: is
3: that
1: you Andrew?
0: My Stanford hackers worked. Oh my goodness. I can't believe this.
1: Oh my fucking this god. Is it's amazing. Andrew Luck.
0: What are the it Holy shit. Andrew Luck. It's me. You've hacked your way onto the pod. I have. I need to find you, sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how, how dare you show your face here again, Andrew? After all the legal accusations you've hurled at us, your lawyers chomping at us like wild hyenas, you dare come back onto this podcast?
0: Well, you betrayed me, James. You bought me that Shirley Temple. I thought you were my friend, but I was i was obviously wrong. You used me. Use my name. It's, it's reprehensible. Reprehensible.
1: Andrew, I, I didn't use you, Andrew. You know, you just happened to be in the wrong place at the right time. Uh, and, you know, its uh, it, we just got to let bygones be bygones at this point. And if you'd happily drop the case that you presented against us, then... Uh you know we
0: can all just go back to being friends pretending like none of this ever happened. You know what I mean not donating to that foundation that's one thing but uh when when my paintings my my beloved finger paintings were stolen that was the last straw frankly I I I I couldn't let that go. Just, well, t- technically I Andrew let that go.
1: technically we haven't said we didn't say on the pod. We didn't specify when we were going to make a donation to your charity. So we still haven't broken our word on that. And as for your fucking finger painting, Andrew, I don't have it. I don't know where it is. I, I, I guess... uh, last I heard, uh, Mark
3: was using it as a uh, placemat. A bit of a messy eater. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. Did oh, <laughs> I, I say that out loud? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh, oh you guys, I... You guys You're- are worse than I thought. You you lied about everything. You you don't have tens of millions of listeners. I I got my hackers to do the research. You don't even have ten listeners. I they told me that the, the, the one, whoever that one guy in your league Copenhagen whatever so he doesn't even listen to your damn podcast. Like, come on. You oh, guys. he doesn't listen to the pod. <laughs> no, Holy shit. my Holy shit, my, man. my researcher told me he does not watch. So you don't even have the full members of your PMFL. Listening to this damn thing again—it's not legitimate,
1: Andrew. I'd hate to—I'd hate to sound like a broken record here, but we said that we will have tens of thousands of followers, and then we were building up to it. But again, we didn't specify the
0: number at present
1: moment. Mm-hmm.
0: That's not what you told me at that bar in Indianapolis. Well, Andrew, do you, you have an,
1: do you have any evidence of that?
0: No, you—you you got me three Shirley Temples. <laughs> Andrew, you you
3: weren't even buying your own Shirley Temple. You (laughs) played in the NFL, man,
0: for God's sake. (laughs) Well, you know, the Colts didn't pay me as much as as you guys thought they were.
1: Oh, come on. You got a big contract in like 2016,
0: Andrew. You must be raking it in. No, have you seen my phone? I use a goddamn AT&T flip phone.
1: That's just because you're stuck in the Stone Age and your cranium's the size of
0: the Leaning Tower of Pisa. (laughs) <laughs> Man, you 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 boys are something else. You boys are something else. Oh, Andrew, it's nice to have you
3: have you back on the pod, Andrew. I didn't uh, foresee it happening like this. Uh, give your boys at at Stanford uh, my best regards, and actually, maybe forward a resume for me. I'm kind of uh, in the field.
1: Yeah, Andrew, you know that hacking's illegal, right? And you just
0: did it on air. You heard nothing.
1: <laughs> what do you think your What do you think your lawyers are gonna have to say about that?
0: I have the best lawyers in the world, you and can't stop me, James. They are They are pretty ruthless. I'll I'll give you that. Where did you find them? Oh, that's staying between me and them. So have a good night, fellows, and I hope to never speak to you again.
1: Well, you know what? Bef- before you leave there,
0: unless you already have what. I uh, just, um, I've, got a, I've
1: got a guest actually on the podcast today who I think wants to say a few words to you.
2: Yeah, I got to have a little word in here. Um, I don't know what the deal is with all this finger painting bullshit, but I mean, <laughs> if you aren't finger painting with your third eye frog style, you're not great. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, with all this stuff going on in the NFL... With all this COVID stuff, I mean, the league could get shut down. But realistically here, I think the only one getting shut down here is you, Andrew. So get the hell out of here. We're bouncing.
0: <laughs> who, is, this, who, who is this? Identify yourself. Dude, floppers <laughs> or die, baby. Let's go. Who is this?
2: <laughs> who is this? <laughs> the third eye froggy styler, baby. Let's go. <laughs> who is this?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's Audrey. Andre. Andre. <laughs> this Kevin, who is it? State your name. This is second. I have my, I've done my research. It's this the
1: goos. It's the goos.
0: You mean the booze bags? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, have, I bags. take offense to that name. Do you know why? Of course, we have the COVID pandemic right now. What well, has been a pandemic for almost 100 years. Is alcoholism. <laughs> and you and you have the nerve to name yourself after people who have troubles with alcohol. Just shame on you. You know that, Trevor. Shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. Oh. I hope you can sleep tonight. I'm
2: cracking a couple of beers right now. I don't give a friend.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Andrew, you're acting like you weren't sucking back those Shirley temples, like you were a fucking starved child in africa you were you were
0: going hard at the bottle that those were the only three drinks i had all year so <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you took advantage of me you said it was only one i i don't drink alcohol you said it was only one and then you just kept giving them to me see this is the kind of this is the kind of people you are just unacceptable this is
1: all right, Andrew. Wolf. This is why
0: I, I, I can't take this anymore. You, you guys are something else. B-
1: before we, before we you, kick your ass out of here, um, I just want you to know that um, you may have put your foot in your mouth tonight when you hacked onto our pod. That's going to be great footage for our crackpot legal team. And also, surely... There is Denzel. no footage. It's audio, damn it. <laughs> audio footage, then, whatever you want to call it. But the last thing I'll leave you with... It's a Shirley Temple. It's a woman's drink, and I was buying them for you all night. And you didn't even
0: realize. <laughs> like I just said, those are the only drinks I had all year. How the hell was I supposed to know? Get the hell out of here, Andrew! Straight
1: then, homie. We'll see you oh, in the good courts.
0: Night. <laughs> yeah, yes, we will. I'm gonna win. <laughs> you bet your backside, I'm gonna win.
1: <laughs> Till next time, Andrew. Fucking hell. <laughs> Well, that was uh,
0: that was unprecedented.
3: Holy shit, I didn't yeah. even know you could hack onto a pod. I might start figuring out how to do that. Get on some new podcasts, you know? Yeah, um, hackers
1: these days. Unbelievable. Whew. How the hell did he even know we were recording tonight?
3: Fuck, he's got our schedule down. We might have to change days, maybe accommodate Fuji.
1: Yeah, might have to.
2: All right, where yeah. were we on the waiver wire here? Oh, yeah, we were... Well, uh, uh, <laughs> Carlos Hyde, I believe, going for twelve bucks, and I mean, he's the ex-bopper. Obviously, this is a fantastic pickup. Anything <laughs> I touch turns to gold. So, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if this goes to fruition, even though he is part of the LGBT. Uh, he's got a Q on there, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what that is, but uh, well, let's hope it's not COVID-related because he is related to the boppers, and that would be.
3: Unfortunate. Yeah. Good analysis. Um, Fuji scooped him up for twelve bucks. Next closest pick was uh, or bid was Primo's picks, seven bucks. And then uh, gotta love the stabbers throwing in their zero dollar offers. Yeah,
1: he's got to he's got to take his shots where he can. And actually, um, you know, that little uh, Indomican Fuji was a little banded on the wire this week. He was he, he I think he took offense at people calling him out for not spending any money and uh this was a week where he put his his money where his pussy was and picked up t higgins for seven dollars picked up brian hill for nine dollars both mm-hmm. of those bids the next highest was the Stabba dabby doobies with zero dollars on each so yeah. that's uh sixteen dollars that the fugias won't be getting back yeah. and then another five bucks on the carlos hide but you know, you, you can't ever fault uh, an overpay unless it's um, unless it's uh, what was that? Uh, unless it's uh, forty nine for Devonta Freeman. Well, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Clearly, I think the peer pressure got to him, so he was just up in all these bids and wasting the land up wasting a lot of fat. Yeah, I mean, the power of peer pressure.
3: I gotta say who's that, to, T, that T Higgins guy us? did have a big game he caught two touchdowns we'll see if he can continue um that he did have a good target share and I mean AJ Green hasn't looked awesome so I kind of understand that pickup um and also Brian Hill might be a sneaky nice pickup I was uh, kind of as I was perusing the wire on uh, Tuesday night I did come across Brian Hill and I thought man Brian Hill's getting a lot of work and he's He's turning, or I mean, last week anyway, he got a bit of work and he turned it into a couple yards and a touchdown there. Yeah. Um, might be a committee over there. Who knows? Todd Gurley <laughs> doesn't, like doesn't look like he's a,
1: a bell cow anymore. I'd say Todd Gurley this year looks heavy for whatever reason. Like it's not listed as him being any heavier, but he just looks bigger and he looks slower. He doesn't mm-hmm. have the same kind of agility that he's had in years past. It might be the arthritis in his knee or. Or who knows? But um, he he definitely looked like a clunkier back, like almost more of like a goal line guy, but uh, more of a a comment. But um, T Higgins, I think I think he could be a sneaky good pick. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. How about Scotty fucking Miller going for seven dollars to the sausages? Next highest bid hustlers at two dollars. Sausages
3: are scooping wide receivers for fab. Like they're going out of style. Um, yeah. He bid
1: $20 on Justin Jefferson as well. Primo's picked him by $1. Oh, so we
3: didn't, he, we didn't even mention that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if, if he got track. him,
1: that would be like what, $60 that he'd spend on Pittman, Maple Tron and J- Jesse, Justin J.
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, shout out to Primo's picks for the perfect pipping on the offer. I don't know how he came up with 21. Maybe uh something to do with his uh his birthday, I believe it, on the twenty first of July or something like that.
1: It's my favorite yeah. number. Gotta so, like blackjack. Yeah, or
3: yeah, he likes true. blackjack. A couple, couple of reasons. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. How about Jimmy? We we gotta talk picks. about
1: it. The do Yep.
3: Jimmy, the donut Graham's back and this year he's, uh, cost $30 less than last year. Yeah.
1: <laughs> very
2: unfortunate. Shows a lot about the Tokyo Titans and how much they're valuing Jimmy Graham here.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm uh... also <laughs> disappointed that Dallas didn't even put a bid on him. Not even for all time's sake. Right. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Has I mean, Dallas if, spent if... any fab this year?
3: Yeah, he has. He's down to like 88 bucks, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: I think here uh, the the Titans really
2: what they're thinking is like they don't want to pay the thirty dollars as per per the norm. So I think uh, they're probably just going for a quick uh, quick ad and drop just for like podcast content. I don't think it's a real a real. <laughs> you don't, it, think, you <laughs> don't think he's gonna he, stick. if he really wanted them, he would have put up thirty. But I really <laughs> think that he's he's not very big on him. He's gonna drop him probably next week.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this has something to do with the Kansas City bye week coming up. I don't know if it is or not, but... No, it's not until, like, week nine, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Phil's just probably playing keep away because I don't reckon he's slotting Jimmy Graham in for an exotic set with Kelsey anytime soon.
0: Or a
1: trade bait, who knows. But I can tell you from experience, it is fucking impossible to trade tight ends in this league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of bites, Nope, I'm gone fishing, but...
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, because you got a couple of them, don't you?
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. I might be able to finally roll with my triple tight end set this week now that Kittle is fully practicing. fuck, do I need him back? But um, on that note, looking ahead to next week, why don't we uh, get into some predictions? Let's fire him off. Bam, 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 bam. So, actually, before we do that, so the NFL has yet to finalize when the Titans and the Steelers will play. Um, if the game moves to Monday or Tuesday, uh, we anticipate counting the game for week four matchups in season-long leagues, uh, but we will make a final decision after any official schedule change is announced. So stay tuned and uh, keep, your, keep your panties on for those of you that are fucking freaking out in the chat, but we'll get it, <laughs> so, we'll get it straight. Don't worry. Yeah,
3: we're straight. Um, when I pulled up the uh, Yahoo on my uh, computer here, uh, unlike the app, <laughs> for some reason it shows that the players you have in your lineup in the postponed game, it shows their points as 0.00. <laughs> like, it actually shows their fantasy points, not their projection. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, did Yahoo make a blunder and they're locking those guys in on Wednesday? <laughs> like, Holy shit, I get
1: fucked. But no. no, I don't believe that's the case. That'd be funny. Um, all right, why don't I kick things off here with... Uh heavyweight bout of second and third place. Frankie's boys both on the pod. We got how hungry are you <laughs> going up against the helmet boppers and oh this is gonna be a showdown. What are a you,
3: fucking matchup. Are Holy you guys shit. gonna be
1: uh you guys gonna be over for Sunday dinner when you're watching these games?
3: Fuck it, might have to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, I can I see the z- zero be. points for Goskowski, zero points for Pittsburgh. So well, let's yeah. t- take that into consideration when we're when we're doing the, uh, the predictions here. But uh, this is—it's um, got all the makings of um, a, a PMFL epic. Uh, you know, you've you've heard of Manning versus Brady. You've heard of Mahomes versus Jackson, although that didn't look really up to expectations last year. Um, now you've got Boppers versus Hungries. So let's get into it. Lamar Jackson going up against Kyler Murray. Murray playing in the sunny. Sunshine at Carolina, Lamar Jackson, Sunny Sunshine at Washington. Both of these guys are going to ball out. I think these are two phenomenal uh, QB stud ones. Um, And I think both of them, I mean, Kyler had a good game, but I think he threw three picks last game. So he's going to look to feast on um, the underbelly of the Panthers. And Lamar has going to have a serious chip on his shoulder. So look for both of these guys to exceed their projections. They're both hitting a 30-burger, count it. Uh, Let's move on. That's a Mm -hmm. wash. Count it at (laughs) one. Hopkins and Boyd for the bops. You got Hopkins still playing in that sunny sunshine in Carolina. Tyler Boyd playing at home against Jacksonville in the rain. Uh, Kenny G so smooth in a dome against New Orleans uh, who got lit up by Aaron Rodgers last week, even without Devontae Adams. You can expect a big game there. Tyler Lockett playing in rain. Uh, at Miami Russell Wilson's on another level Lockett could go for another 36 points who knows Locked uh, in. this is uh, it's a tough wide receiver matchup you know I think you gotta give the edge to um, as, as the best of the four probably Hopkins but it looks like he's got an LBGTQ up here did not practice mm-hmm. Wednesday ooh what's that yeah I Ankle. think his,
2: his dreads were in a tangle so he had to sit up
1: <laughs> great he'll hair be
2: back. he'll be ready to go
1: uh, it doesn't seem like there's much concern there from uh, from the GM. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I mean uh, Galladay and Lockett, these guys are both wide receiver ones. So I think the power of those two is gonna be is gonna outstrip Boyd. Boyd's good. He had a bounce back game last week, but um, I think you got to give the edge to uh, the hungry receivers here. Moving on to RBs, Aaron Jones going against Atlanta. Who uh, these guys are the second worst NFL team that has a bird for a logo. Uh, Falcons can't fucking hold a lead to save their lives or their head coach's job. And then Devin Singletary playing at that beautiful new Las Vegas stadium. Zach, the boss Moss he might just be the loss at this point. Zach, the loss because the guy doesn't even fucking suit up on Sunday. So, it looks like Devin Singletary's backfield. Both those running backs are going to go for big points this week. I like their projections. Meanwhile, Jarek McKinnon up against Philly. If there's one thing Philadelphia has been able to do this year, it's actually stop the run. So, McKinnon does get involved in the pass game as well. Uh, that could be his saving grace. Then Mike Davis, I mean, is this? do they even need Christian McCaffrey back? This guy looks like a fucking bell cow. <laughs> Medium Mike. He's a big, he's a big boy too. Yet he somehow is like a good receiver. I just don't get it. But uh, he, Edge, he does everything okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's got a nice, solid seventy overall in Madden. He doesn't do anything wrong, but just nothing particularly <laughs> well. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Works for me, Edge in this one, I'm giving it to the the helmet bopping running backs, Aaron Jones, Devin Singletary, gonna gonna push forward there. Moving on Straight to the tight ends, Bill Gores. Darren Waller going against Buffalo. Um, expect that one to be a shootout. Two sneaky good offenses there. Bruin in Vegas and Buffalo. Waller is not going to get checked this game, and I expect him to have a big bounce back. Meanwhile, Hakalugi playing against the Saints. I think he could sneak a sneak a touchdown in there. Um, but still giving the edge over to, to the baller Waller. Looking at the flex, Frank the dinagore, is lined up for the Gores. I love that. That's on brand. <laughs> Big-time
2: mm-hmm. bell cow, baby. He's he's getting all the touches. Nobody's looking good in, on the Jets. So, I'm, I mean, that coach is an idiot. He's just going to want to run the ball when they're down 50. So, I mean, I think he, I like his chances this week. But then I also have the option. So, I got the option with Darius Slayton. I haven't, I haven't finalized anything here. so I'm bank,
3: <laughs> I'm banking on you fucking falling asleep or something before <laughs> the Thursday night game and just sitting gore in there. So
2: Big, big play. I mean, big play Slay, I mean – he slays in the bedroom and on the field. I mean he's a big time dual threat, so I think he, he might be he might be a good option to slide in there.
3: Isn't and big then... big play slay the Darius Slay's nickname? <laughs> the, yeah. The Lions yeah. corner. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he plays with the Lions. But also, anymore, but...
2: I don't know if you didn't notice, but I'm debating a play here with Curtis Samuel low-key because he he's actually a bell count. He, <laughs> might be taking, he might be taking a lot of a lot of carries away from from uh, whatever Davis whatever and, and CMC. I, I don't think I don't think CMC is coming back. I think I think he'll <laughs> he'll get like ninety percent of the touches when he come or like he'll get like fifty percent of the touches. I think Samuel will get the other
1: like forty to fifty. So <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, he, you got the you got the all right nickname team here, Gore's. You got. Big play Slayton, you got the Lazard King, you got the dinosaur. I mean, this is just class right here. Oh man. Dude, <laughs> I knew I
2: knew I drafted a golden team when, when I saw it, you know, like, uh, everybody's talking uh, about Lazard. Oh my god. Watch, like everybody's talking about Carlos Hyde. He's gonna have a big big week this week. Even though I dropped him. I mean, like I got some <laughs> random pieces. Like you got you gotta see the trees through the forest type deal here.
1: So <laughs>
3: the fuck does that mean? A <laughs> so,
1: uh, forest is I, trees. I like having a lot of options here. I like a lot of options. I, All I right. love it. That's uh, it's a good explanation. I appreciate I might, that.
2: I might do some last-minute magic
1: on Saturday night. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you, you get to watch uh, you know some some Thursday night football if you keep the Dynagor in there. So uh, we'll see how that one plays out. And then lined up opposite in the flex, you got Preston Williams for Miami going against Seattle and Rain. And then Scary Terry going against Baltimore. Baltimore, who just got lit up by the Chiefs, but let's be real, Dwayne Haskins ain't no Patty fucking Mahomes. So I expect Baltimore's defense to have a bit of a bounce back here. Marlon Humphrey's been locking down wide receiver ones all week. I'm going to say... Scary Terry does not hit his projection in that game. And Preston Williams, he had, what, one catch last week, scored a touchdown on it? He stinks. I, <laughs> I don't know who I'm playing this week. Fair enough. All right. So uh, as it stands right now, uh, the dinagore I don't know if he's going to do much of anything, but the Lizard King is in the flex, so he's probably going to go for a $100 million. Points there, so uh, I'm gonna give the edge to the flex there for the, the helmet boppers, and then usually special teams is a wash. But when the boppers are trotting Steven Guskowski out there, if he plays, that could be the difference. So I'm gonna go right now. Yahoo's got the Hungaries advancing to three and one and second place, uh, with a record or sorry, 133 to 130. I'm gonna flip the switch there. I'm gonna say again, the boppers stay strong. I'm gonna say with. Score of 145 to 121. I think that's, I think that's realistic. Very realistic. Of course,
3: you of course you want to make a podcast deal here and say if uh, Pittsburgh and Tennessee don't don't play, we just leave them in there.
2: No, Gostkowski's worth too
3: much there. I think. <laughs> <for another> <laughs> I, uh, I, I thought I could get slip touchdown. one by. Might get another touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. you make it another two touchdown outing. Yeah. All right of Course you want to do we'll a, discuss, a prediction we'll here?
2: Later. A prediction on this?
3: No, on the no, uh, no. oh, year. Okay. Your... Oh,
2: oh yeah, next one. Okay, sure. I'll do uh, who do I got here? I might as well start with uh, the Titans and Primos. So Yahoo's got this one 127 to 141. I mean, let's start looking at Joey's team here. I mean, we got oh we got a couple of decent pieces. We got Breeze, we got Allen Robinson, I I I mean, he's, he's now with uh, – he's now playing – or no, uh, he lost uh, – what's his name? Uh, Trubisky got the bench,
1: and now we got Carson Wentz coming out of QBs. So... <laughs> I go. wish I wish Wentz was on Chicago right now. No, he's, he's got Big, oh, big got Dick everyone. Nick trotting his hog oh, out the there. Oh, the other
2: Philly guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, Big Dick Nick. Okay, so – No way that wasn't
3: a troll. <laughs>
2: so, we also got Keenan Allen. I mean, I love Keenan Allen. Guy is an absolute monster last week. They've also got Gardner Minshew, I on the bench. I think he might slot him in. Because I, I think yeah, he's, the doing, flag. he's doing better than expected this year. No, I might I think my slot instead of agrees here this week. I think the Detroit mm. matchup, it's not it's not juicy enough. Um,
3: it's in a dome though.
2: <laughs> it is <laughs> in a dome. Okay, I might play a factor. I think uh James Conner, I mean, he's going to have a rough night, I think. He's already had zero points, so I think that's going to play factor. <laughs> uh Who else do we got here? Daniel, newly think, acquired,
1: Justin Jefferson.
2: Yeah, I think Debo Samuel is also going to have a real bad night, too. I think he's, <laughs> uh, he's probably going to have a rough go. Um, Justin Jefferson, I think, he's going to have a big comeback game. I mean, I think he's going to go with three touchdowns instead, too.
3: Uh, Eckler, obviously, <laughs> I had my screen scroll to the point where I was like, Where is TVO Samuel? <laughs> he's in Joey's IR return spot. Okay, p- please proceed. All right, uh, keep well, your analysis out of the bench, please. Gores,
2: okay, fun. Uh, <laughs> we got the Titans here too. Okay, let's see what the Titans got. I mean, they got Mahomes. I mean, he's good. But I don't think he's a very dynamic player. I mean, his running game's not very strong compared to like Kyler, the likes of Kyler and Cam Newton, perhaps. I think he's got some (laughs) some room to work. So I think he might have a bit of a down game against New England. I mean, New England
3: locks up the best player.
2: Belichick's going to have his number for sure. He's probably going to lock up Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey's busy doing chug butts with Mike Studs only. So I don't know what's going on there. we got, I mean, Alvin Kamara, a- absolute animal. Let's not take anything away from him other than Lat Murray is t- taking a lot of these carries. And I mean, with some of these matchups Kamara's is going to face in the coming weeks, I think week six, he's going to have a really tough go. I think he has a rough game and just goes for zero points. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, I think the acquisition of Brown is going to be pretty good. And uh, CD Lamb, obviously a beast. So, yeah, Yahoo predicts this one at 127 for Primo's picks and 141.28 for Tokyo. I think Joey is going to pop off this week, actually. He's going to post a a 141. And I think the Titans are going to have a little bit of down game with Mahomes because he's not going to be running too much. Uh, I think he's going to put up a 127.
3: Oh, so you've you've effectively just flipped the script after your in-depth analysis, hey? How so? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, the predictions, like the numbers that you predicted are just the opposite of what Yahoo... (laughs) uh, uh, Let's move on. Oh, okay.
2: What are the odds? What are the chances? Who's up next, Tether? You got the next matchup?
3: Yeah, I do, actually. I have a um, bit of a heater here. Um, Stab City, Shamrocks, going up against those cold hustlers. Both teams fresh off AW. Um, the Yahoo's got here Stabbers 140 to Marks 136. Uh, close matchup, big projections. Uh, let's get into it. We have Russell Wilson against Deshaun Watson. I don't care... Uh, who Russell Wilson's playing, who Watson's playing, I'm giving the edge to Wilson. He's on an absolute mad tear, and it's not going to stop in Miami. Watson, I would say, should probably have a pretty good game in the Dome at, uh, against those Vikings, but that remains to be seen. He does have the stack going this week with Fuller in the wide receiver spot. I like that. I'm um, looking for the stack attack to put up a, uh, another touchdown this week for back-to-back weeks. Um, and look at Mark. He has got his uh, shiny pony. The first round pick appears to be on uh, route. He's practicing Wednesday, maybe returning.
1: It's a great um, week for, for injured first and second round picks coming back.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so Mike Thomas uh, locked and loaded. I mean, if this guy plays, I give him the edge over pretty much most of the receivers in the league. Uh, so I'll give him the edge there, but then we got Mike Evans going up against Amari Cooper. Um, man, oh man, these Dallas Cowboys, they're in a shoot that seems to be they're either in a shootout or in a game where they have to throw the ball a lot. Um, they have so many receivers. They got Amari Cooper, Gallup, CD lamb, and then this new cat that jumped on and had two touchdowns, uh,
1: Cedric Wilson,
3: Cedric Wilson. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so they got a lot of receivers there, but somehow they managed to still get a whole bunch of targets.
1: What a name, Cedric.
3: How about it?
1: (laughs) Sorry, continue.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give the edge uh, again here to Mark's wide receiver gang of Cooper over Evans, because Evans hasn't proven to me that he can, um, you know, up any yardage with any consistency week one he had two yards week three he had two yards week two he had 104 so this guy's all <laughs> over the map can't trust him as far as you can throw him but uh you can't throw him very far so you can only trust him a bit you know um yeah i don't know where i'm going with that <laughs> um running backs we got uh Delvin cook up against joe mixon and Kenyon drake against kareem hunt i just off the rip, gotta say, man, oh man, I like uh, Stab City's running backs here. I feel like Kenyon Drake's in for a bit of a bounce back game against Carolina, um, and yeah, Dalvin Cook is uh, the Cookie Monster, so he's straight as hell. Uh, why, on the other why, hand,
1: why is he going to be heavily invested into that Minnesota Houston game? He's got oh three, yeah, look at all those shares, players.
3: eh? Yeah, big shares. Um, Joe Mixon struggling with that uh, suspect offensive line for the Bengals, the Bungles. Uh, but they are going up against Jacksonville. I mean, they were up just up against Philadelphia. Uh, and he didn't have much of a good, that great of a game. Boy, that one ended in a tie, eh?
1: Yep. And Doug Peterson decided to, uh, decided to forego the shot at winning the game and punted the ball on fourth and 15. <laughs> Absurd.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Yeah, Eagles' woes continue. Uh, Kareem Hind has LGBTQ questionable next to him. Uh, what's his deal? Groin did not practice. Wow. Uh, so you'll have, that'll be something to monitor during the week. I know Mark is wide receiver gang and doesn't have a ton of backup options at running back, so he may be slotting Joshua
1: Kelly back in for back-to-back weeks here.
3: Uh, I got to give the I edge hope on those. that. He
1: plays. I'm fucked if Chubb is the only guy getting fucking carries in that backfield.
3: Oh yeah, you're playing Fuji, hey? Uh. Uh, We'll get there. So yeah, RB edge to YZ, tight ends. Mark Andrews going up against uh, Hunter Henry here. I think uh, Mark Andrews has a bounce back game. Uh, He's going to actually catch the balls that Lamar throws him, so big game for him. Hunter Henry, on the other hand, against those Tampa Bay defends. I feel like he may struggle Or it may be more of an on-the-ground game for uh, Eckler and Josh Kelly. Um, So we'll see how that plays out. Tight end edge. I'm giving it to Wisey. Giving a lot of edges to Wisey here. I guess I started out with Mark. Now I'm favoring Wisey. But we got the flex spot. Big Dick Bobby against uh, Juju. Might not play Smith-Schuster. Due to the postponement. We'll see. I expect them to play on Monday or Tuesday. We'll see how that goes. And Hunter Renfro. Wow. Hunter Renfro, a Las Vegas Raider, cracking the lineup against Bobby Ando. Bobby Ando is absolutely a man on a mission. Slowed down a bit last week, but I expect him to have a big game against Arizona. Um, Yeah, I mean, Juju plays. If Juju plays, I got to give the edge here to uh, Mark's wide receiver gang.
1: Interesting tidbit on Renfro, though. Brian Edwards, the stud, stud fourth round rookie receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders is out, as is Henry Ruggs, which means that that bumps Hunter Renfro into pretty much receiving option number two behind the baller-waller, so it's also good for your shares. Mm, That is interesting. Good note.
3: Um, Yeah, I did see... I know Hunter Renfro, we watched him in hard knocks. He's a good old kid. Um, He seems like a reliable receiver, but boy, does that guy take some licks. Like, uh, not the biggest white boy, and yeah, sometimes he pays for it um yeah kickers and defense i ain't gonna bother uh just looking at this matchup i think it's going to be close um i might go with the gores on this one and flip the script i think uh the cold hustlers are actually going to irk this one out by four points um however i believe uh both players are actually going to exceed their projection even though these projections are really high it's going to be an absolute heater stab city shammers are going to put up 144 to to the cold hustlers, 149, can't crack 150, but still getting the job done.
1: Very nice. And that brings us to prediction number four. We've got the Skunkle Squad and the Hard Andres, both teams coming off of tough losses. But as I said, both of them had uh, had silver linings. Andre had 100. Dallas' skilled players played well and battled back to just narrowly avoid uh, defeat uh, last week at the hands of the cold hustlers. So let's dive into this matchup. Both T- or skunks 1 and 2 sitting in 8th place. Hard-ons 0 and 3 sitting in 12th place. Uh, projection right now, 130 to 108 in favor of the skunks. So a nice nice friendly projection there for the hard-ons. We're, we're seeing a changing of the guard here. Uh, I've just got word that the hard-ons are actually starting... Heisman winner Joe Burrow at quarterback against Jacksonville in the rain. So uh, there's something that uh, there's something that the hard-ons like in this kid. They've seen something and uh, you know, they they're ready to give him the reins to uh, their storied franchise. So uh, Mm -hmm. hopefully, hopefully that that plays out and he, he leads them to those greener pastures that, uh, that I've been just, I've been talking about. I've been predicting Um, he's playing against Jacksonville too. And we just saw Ryan Fitzpatrick fucking light him up. So, We'll see, uh, we'll see what Joe Burrow can do on Sunday. Meanwhile, you got Tom Brady uh, against the Chargers um, at home in Tampa, but it's fucking storm season, and it looks like it, both in that game in Jacksonville um, – or sorry, they're uh, playing in Cincinnati. But the, in Florida, it is raining a storm right now. And despite some of the injuries that the Chargers' defense sustained, this is a defense that held Patrick Mahomes in check – um, not this past week, the week before. So that Chargers defense is sneaky good, even with the loss of all-star Derwin James. Um, mm-hmm. So Tom Brady, I I don't <clears throat> think he's going to be putting up big numbers this year. He might get a couple of his little garbage gremlin fucking QB sneaks at the one yard line, which might boost up his, his fantasy value. But um, I think it's going to be an interesting one. Um, I could see Joe Burrow though, getting the upper hand on him here. I, I could see this being one of Joe Burrow's really coming out games. You know, they haven't won a game yet. I could see them, uh, going into Jacksonville, call that one, the battle of the pussycats, the Jaguars and the Bengals. Um, I could see Burrow putting a good game together. So I'll get give the edge to the hard ons there. Moving on to wide receivers skunks got Tyree kill and Adam Thielen, uh, Tyreek going against the Pats, you know, that Belichick, He can't stop all these guys, but Belichick has said before that Tyreek is one of the best players in the NFL. So I would expect him to look to take away the deep threat first and then just focus on, uh, keeping the rest of the, the rest of the offense short distance. So I think Tyreek might not have the best game, uh, but feeling going against Houston, I think, um, I think Kirk Cousins is going to be feeding him often. Justin Jefferson had that big game. Vikings tend to do that. You look at Diggs and Thielen last year. It was like one would go off and the other would go off and the other would go off. So you could see Thielen having a big game. Uh, Cooper Cup going against the Giants. Love that matchup. The Giants are Swiss cheese on defense right now, and they don't look good. Uh, Jarvis Landry, is this a get right game? If Kareem Hunt sits... Sure, they're going to run the ball more with Nick Chubb, but uh, they might also look for the passing game a little bit. And Dallas's defense, we just watched them get torn to shreds by Russell Wilson last week. So maybe this is a get-right game for those uh, Cleveland receivers. So still, all in all, giving the edge to the skunkle squad there. Moving on to running backs, Jonathan Taylor and Miles Sanders for the skunks. Sanders against the Niners, Taylor against the Bears. Todd Gurley and Leonard Fournette uh, for the hard-ons. Gurley against the Packers, Fournette against the Chargers. This is close, closer than uh, the one would originally think. Sanders, look, again, on the injury report um, this week, he's, he's banged up again. Seems like the guy can't really get right this year, just like the Eagles. Um, Jonathan Taylor going up sure. against Chicago. He's going to continue being that man child that he is. Um, I could see if Sanders is a go, I could see them both putting up close to 15 points. Um, as for Fournette, he's a real wild card because as we saw last week, he can go for three points or he can go for 25 like he did the week before. So that could be a big swing vote, depending on how that plays. And Gurley against Green Bay. Uh, uh, I don't know. Gurley is uh, he's getting carries. So we'll see. I expect him to bottom out at around like I have a, about a 12 point floor this week. All in all. I'm giving the edge to the skunks at running back, but if Fournette puts together a big game, then he could, uh, he could that could be could be a game where uh, tight ends. John F. Smith right now not playing against Pittsburgh. Jared Cook at Detroit in a dome. Um, John F. Smith, if he, if he plays, gets that edge. He's looked great this year, and he's eaten targets, especially when A.J. Brown is out. Um, Jared Cook's injury... Is not practicing at all today, so that's not great. Hey Andre, you need a tight end, buddy? I'll hook you up. Never mind. He's got Rob Gronkowski on the bench. What am I talking yeah, about? Gronk <laughs> had a
3: game last week, 48 yards, six receptions. He's back.
1: Yep. <laughs> that was the uh that was him bursting onto the scene with forty-eight yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see. I mean, if he plays Gronk, he's also kind of hedging that uh, Brady play. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. There's a lot of question marks so far in this matchup. Going on to the flex, Michael Gallup against Cleveland, Ronald Jones against the Chargers. Well, that, that's a, a game to watch for these guys is the Bucks and the Chargers for sure. Say no to Rojo. Say no to Rojo. We've got both Buccaneers running backs. We've potentially got the Buccaneers tight end, and we've got the Buccaneers uh, quarterback playing in this game. So, going to be that, that'd be an interesting one to watch uh, for both teams. Gallup finally arrived onto the scene, rewarded the fantasy owners. But, like you said earlier, Mr. Hungry, there's a lot of mouths to feed in that Dallas offense. So, it could just be a one week thing. Who knows what we'll see. Um, so, although Gallup and Jones are projected at 24 points combined, 12 apiece, I don't know if they get there, especially with Rojo, because you know what we say. Uh,
0: no.
1: Keelan, <laughs> Keelan Cole. And Deion Lewis in the flex for the hard-ons. This one's tough. There's uh, there's not much to love about that flex play. I mean, Keelan Cole had a down game, especially after Andre just picked him up, um, playing against Cincinnati. So maybe he gets back to his week one, week two performance. You would hope so. I think DJ Chark. Being in there actually helps him. It's similar to how Calvin Ridley plays better when Julio Jones is in the game because all of a sudden mm-hmm. Cole is seeing number one receivers. But that face mask, man, like he can't expect to be getting any bonus swag points when he's trotting out there wearing that fucking thing. That is the ugliest face mask I have ever seen. And I remember back when they were giving me the, the full bar down the middle face mask when I was 10 years old. It was still better than what Keelan Cole was wearing on that. It looks like season, a lizard out there. It's brutal. It's so bad. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would want to wear that when they have access to every single face mask, but anyways, (laughs) it's a a bad omen when your guy doesn't, uh, doesn't care about his swag, but uh, we'll see. Dion Lewis. uh, I, uh, I mean, Andre, uh, (laughs) I don't want to give you too many tips here, but, uh, (laughs) I'll leave it at that. (laughs) We'll see how he does. And then Justin Tucker, Greg Zerline, it's a wash. Tennessee defense might not play. We'll see what happens against Denver going against the Jets. I like that pickup. Denver defense going against the Jets. Jets are terrible. All in all, I'm not going to predict the hard-ons to lose, but I'm predicting – or sorry, the hard-ons to win. But I think it's going to be closer than, than Yahoo has it here. So I think that both – or the skunks underperform but still get the win. I'm going to give it to them 114 to 106.
3: Wow. So this is another um... – above 100 performance for Andre. That's going to, what did we set the over under at? Was it three and a half? I think it was three and a half. Yeah.
1: By last, yep. last
3: episode. Nice. And I nailed it la- last week. Definitely over a hundred. I mean, greener pastures, baby. He's on the up.
1: A <laughs> hey, I, got a, I got a
3: question for Gores here. Gores, um, between, um, Andre's special teams, Justin Tucker, kicker, uh, Baltimore Ravens and, uh, the Denver defense going against the Jets. Which one of those two is gonna be Andre's highest scorer of the week?
2: Oh man, well I think the Denver defense just because I was trying to pick them up this week as well, but
3: uh, that's
2: that's a tough one.
1: That's a good
3: sign. That's a tough one. You think they tougher?
2: I think yeah. I think he can kick his kick it pretty straight. All right, I all mean, right, you you took two long gores. So let's
3: move on to the next <laughs> matchup
1: here. <laughs>
2: All right, who's the next one? Am I doing...
1: Uh, I think it's you yeah, next. It yeah,
2: it's you, of course. Next?
3: Fire one off. Okay.
2: All right. Well, I'm looking at the Freaky
1: Grinders versus the Indomicon. Hold, hold on, hold on. You got to get Got to get the, the name rebrand. It's the 0-3 key grinders. Oh, 3 key. 0-3 oh, key. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> key grinders. All right. I got that straight now. Yeah, that's straight. So where are you looking at this week? QBs? You got Josh Allen in there? projected 25 points i Dang think it. i think he'll do a, a decent job throwing the ball this week but i think he's gonna but in terms of the run game i think he's gonna get stopped a couple of times i think singletary might actually get a lot more carries this week um so that's gonna take away from his upside i think so uh he's gonna have a good week but not just not good enough as compared to aaron Rodgers here who has had a newfound chemistry with Allen? <laughs> this is the most biased projection ever. We haven't even gotten past up, the quarterback. Big. <laughs>
3: big
2: upside there, huge upside. All right, next we got uh, wide receivers. I think we got Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, provided there's nobody spiking his Gatorade with laxatives, I think <laughs> that he is going to have a big game against the Dal- against Dallas in a dome. <laughs> Then we got uh, we got DJ Moore's. I think man, he's been having some huge target share as of late. But I think that might get deteriorated by the Belkale Curtis Samuel. Samuel's actually gonna. He might actually outtouch him this game in terms of the run game and take away from some of his targets receiving. So I think he is a down game, bit of a down game. Then we got uh, Metcalf versus. Uh, Jay Judy, no idea who the hell he is. Um, (laughs) I think this is an obvious Metcalf versus Miami in the rain. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Metcalf's going to pop off. Uh, Judy, I don't know. That's a woman's name. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know who this guy is. Plays the Jets, so I I I think he'll have a down game. He's going to be a little bit down. Uh, Edwards Hilaire. I think he he's been playing real well. I know he had a good start to the to week one, where when I was playing the Grinders, I know he's he's got uh, all the all the talent to be a bona fide star in this league. I think he does really well. Nick Chubb, he's
3: fucking good. Ceh, I project a good, good career too. from that guy.
2: Yeah, both those guys looking pretty good probably a wash or whatever. Uh, Daryl Henderson <laughs> Jr., I think that guy against the Giants, I mean, the Giants just, just get slapped around. I don't know what they're doing. Um, I think he has a big game, obviously. Carlos Hyde, ex-bopper, I think he has a huge game. That projection should say 17.47. <laughs> I think that's a typo. Uh, and not 7.47. 7.47 is definitely... A typo. All right. Uh, we got, uh, tight ends. We got Kittle. Kittle's making a comeback this week. I think, I think he's going to have a big comeback game. Don't sleep on him. Zach Ertz obviously is going to have a massive game this week with the, with, uh, Goddard going out. Obviously Goddard carries all pretty much all the target share in Philly. So I think (laughs) Zach (laughs) Ertz's target share is going to go way up. Um, I think he'll have like a twenty-plus point game, maybe two touchdowns. We'll see.
3: Holy fuck.
2: Uh Higby. Then we got Higby versus Devonte Adams. Higby's projected eight point seven one. I mean, he's a low ceiling, high floor or high ceiling, low floor play. I think he's a roller coaster. You can never know what you're going to get out of him. <laughs> then you got Devonte Adams. On the other hand, maybe they put the one they took the one from Carlos Hyde and put it on Devonte Adams because he's <laughs> 17.46. He should be 7.46, considering this chemistry with Lazare. Goes way up, I think. And and Adams is just coming back. Like he's barely, They gotta work work him slowly, work him back into the offense. So I think he's probably projected 7.46 points. He'll probably be down. Um, then we got another tight end, Schultz. Never heard of him. Versus M. Jo- Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, I don't know anything about either guy, so I'm just going to say that's a one. Um, <laughs> we, got, we got Joey Sly. Newly picked up Joey Sly. He's got some guns and a great beard. I think he will put in... He will kick some field goals. He will have a big game. Maybe get a touchdown. We will see. <laughs> Butker, I think... You know what you're going to get, uh, Butker. I think he just had a down week last week. I think he's going to have a bounce back week this week against New England. Then we got the Arizona D versus Carolina. I think that's a tough one. I think they're a bit of Swiss cheese, and then Carolina's offense, with obviously Curtis Samuel and and that whole squad, uh, being being pretty good. I think Arizona actually might have a down game. Uh, on the other hand, down game on defense, on defense specifically, their offense is going to be flying high, but I think their defense is going to be. High. You're straight. Uh, on the other hand, we got. The LA Rams versus the New York Giants. Now, these New York Giants look absolutely pitiful. We are talking absolutely pitiful. I think the Giants are basically looking like smallers out there, not Giants. So <laughs> they're less, of course, big play Slay. We all know he's packing heat. Um, <laughs> we got, so I think uh, we got a pretty solid matchup here. Yahoo's got it at 134.72 for the Freaky Grinders to the Dominican Fuge at 124.54. I think this matchup might come down to the kickers. I think this is going to be a quite a close matchup, but the kickers might blow it wide open. We will see. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Final score prediction on this. I'm gonna to have to go one thirty-four for the freaky grinders and one twenty-four for
3: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, the yeah, one it freaky it grinders. <laughs> Let's
1: go.
2: In a nail biter. It'll be a nail biter, but I think these these projections might be right spot on.
1: I would I would love nothing more than that. Uh, thank you for your astute prediction there. Gorham's. Again, very,
3: very creative. Um Quite a similar prediction to what Yahoo has um, <laughs> as their projection, but a good prediction nonetheless.
1: I will say as well, just looking, right, looking at this, you. this has... Um, I put a lot of time into the uh, research. <laughs> this has the potential to be a big Monday night sweat with uh, both Aaron Rodgers and Tay Adams playing on Monday night uh, for yeah. the Andomican Fujis. Meanwhile, the Owen Three Key Grinders, we have no shares in that Monday night game, but also the Sunday night game... We're gonna get to see a tight end battle of the ages with George Kittle going up against Zach Ertz on the Sunday Night Lights with Carrie Underwood singing, and uh, it should be a good game. I hope Kittle hope Kittle comes back with a vengeance.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple big matchups there to watch,
1: and officially first time ever in PMFL history. As long as I keep it this way, triple tight end play.
3: Wow the the. What do we even call it? It's like
1: the u- Uber Ultra Exotic.
3: Uber Ultra Exotic three te set. First time in history. I'll be tuned That's into that I matchup. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that um, low
1: floor, come on, or high floor, high floor, high floor,
3: <laughs> high floor. All right, looks like my uh, last matchup to predict here. I believe it's the last one, right? We've gotten through all the others. Yeah. Yeah. So I got those um, those pesky Copenhagen football cowboys. Putting up a lot of points every week going up against Nacho Man Randy Siege, the Jeej Man. Um, right now, Yahoo's got uh, Basso as a big favorite here 138 to 113. Let's dive in and see why that's the case. Um, Dakari Prescott uh, going up against Matty Ice. Uh, Matty Ice will be playing those Green Bay Packers. Uh, might be a bit of a shootout there. I don't know if Atlanta's offense can exactly hang with Green Bays, but they'll be down in the game, so it'll give Matt Matt Ryan a couple opportunities. Dak Prescott, on the other hand, um, I feel like Dak Prescott against the Browns. Uh, this game, Cleveland, if they somehow uh, hit Odell in the play action early in the game and get a lead, they're going to be running this clock dry. They're going to be running and running and running the the chubby chubby monster. Uh, I know you don't like to hear that James, but uh, the chubster is going to be running and uh, I don't know if Prescott has enough time on the clock to reach his 26 point projection. So I, I think this is actually going to be a pretty close quarterback matchup. I might give the edge to Ryan slightly, even though it doesn't look like that in the projections uh, getting into the wide receivers. We got Stefan Diggs going up against Julio Jones, Julio Jones pretty banged up this year. Um, what do we got on this hamstring? Any updates? They're elastic bands. Uh, he'll probably play. He'll, he'll get in there and, and battle it out. Him and uh, E.G. Green there going up against Diggs and Chark. Diggs is an absolute gangbanger. Uh, mm-hmm. He's having a good season, good fit there in Buffalo. Um, Chark, on the other hand, coming back from that injury, uh, chest injury or whatnot. Looks like he returned to practice, so he'll be on track, but I mean, I don't trust those Jag Jaguars receivers as far as I could throw them. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to give Diggs over Jones, but AJ Green over Chark. So we'll say it's a wide receiver wash. Looking at the running backs, we got Zeke Elliott, uh, Zeke Big Belly Elliott um, going up against Melvin Gordon. I, 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 as the Gores would say. <laughs> um Gordon's going up against the New York Jets and I believe Philip Lindsay still going to be out with the turf toe. So I think huge smash, smash game for Gordon exceeds his projection. Uh, gets about 20 points. Zeke on the other hand, against those Browns. Um, he's like, going to get bopped. He's going to get bopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually I'm going to project that Zeke actually gets a helmet bop from Miles Garrett and has to leave the game for a bit. So that kind of, hurts his numbers, but I believe Dallas is probably going to get the best of Cleveland. So he'll come back in for some late game work, um, and then break his leg. And then Tony Pollard will be the guy for the rest of the year. Uh, yes. (laughs) Uh, Curtis, Curtis Carson on Seattle. Um, he should be back, which is kind of surprising after all the, uh, pain he looked like he was in after that nasty alligator roll, dirty play. um, in that Seahawks game last week. So good for him making a quick recovery. Um,
2: Define alligator role. What the fuck is that?
3: <laughs> of course, if you were watching that game, I think you were, weren't you? Seattle, um, uh, they were playing the Cowboys and on the play, Carson got injured. He was tackled and the guy kind of grabbed his leg and he had his arms around oh, yeah. his leg and he started rolling. And, uh, and twisting the leg which is kind of what led to the injury it looked like so a really dirty play i don't know if that player's been fined or or what nothing but uh nothing that's that's disgusting um that has
2: nothing to do with alligators
3: Gors, i'll send you Gores, you fucking moron i'll send you a uh <laughs> i'll send you a video watch it after like, the an manscaping alligator commercial yeah after the man's even commercial with gronk <laughs> in it of an alligator that like bites its buddy's arm and just does a roll and rips it right off. It's kind of the same sort of tackle. Anyway, oh, okay. spending too long uh, explaining <laughs> how paint dries <laughs> on the wall, Goes. Um, David Johnson on the other side of the coin, I believe he has a better game than Carson because Carson's kind of going to be easing his way back in with the injury. So I think I give the running back edge to um, Nacho Man Randy G. Even though Vaso does have Zeke and Zeke's a freak, but yeah, like I said, I don't know about the game script in that game. Something about a broken leg. (laughs) Did I say that? Two weeks in a row, projecting (laughs) huge injuries. (laughs)
2: All right, move along, move along.
3: Okay, tight ends. We got uh, Hayden Hurst and Noah Fant. Noah Fant smashed spot against the Jets. They suck. He'll probably catch a few balls, but I think Hurst is actually going to outperform him uh, as he'll be in that shootout with uh, Green Bay. (laughs) and uh, Atlantis might be out of Russell Gage, and uh, Julio might not play the whole game, so we will be looking to Hurst. Flex, we got Brandon Ayuk and team opportunity going up against Mo Alley-Cox and Scotty Miller. Mo Alley-Cox, gargantuan tight end in Indianapolis, big unit. He's putting up some big fantasy points. We'll see if he can keep that going against Chicago. Scotty Football Miller, on the other hand, might be a good pickup, but he's questionable. Hip groin did not practice. You know what? Oh, boy. This this doesn't look good. Without much analysis, I got to give the edge and the flex to uh, the like Copenhagen Scotty Cowboys.
1: Fucking Miller. He ain't fucking doing shit this week. Yeah, he really
3: <laughs> kind of fucked you over there. Um, His proje- yeah. They're
1: projecting him to go for more. Sorry, no, they're not. He scored more points in week one, but this guy, I can't trust him as far as I can throw him. And I could probably throw Scotty Miller pretty far.
3: Yeah, you could probably throw him. Yeah, for sure. Um, opportunity on the other hand, big, uh, backfield chairs increase after Tariq Cohen went out with that nasty injury and, uh, Ayuk, I believe is the rookie for the 49ers came back and put on a show last game. Um, so we'll see if he can keep that going against those Swiss cheese Eagles defense. So I got to give the edge to bass there and then kickers, uh, and defense. I ain't worried too much about that. I don't really see any huge smash spots as the San Francisco defense is a little bit injured, even though they're going up against the Eagles. Uh, they should be okay. They're well coached. Um, yeah, so I think overall, it's hard to go against Yahoo, but I believe moali Cox outperforms his projection and uh, Melvin Gordon III has a huge game. Um, Matt Ryan as well. So I think this is going to be a lot closer than Yahoo has it, but I believe Basso actually takes this one, um, 133 to 126.
1: Nice, and this one is going to come down as well to a Monday night sweat with Matt Ryan, Julio, and Hayden Hurst all playing in that Green Bay Falcons game. Look, it's going to be
3: a banging Monday night.
1: night, night Are you <laughs> ready for some football on Monday night <laughs> party? Are you ready for some football? Of course, Jane take it away.
3: Calling, eh? Different league, anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's it, boys. Are we straight. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure being here. I appreciate you guys having me on. I mean, I'm, my apologies for any advertising that gets lost. <laughs> uh, but I'd say we're sponsored by you, you bad motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I'm glad. You know we don't what?
2: Need, we don't need anybody else. We picked, the, sure. we
1: picked the right week to to have you on the pod, Gores, because I don't know what uh, me and me and Mr. Hungry would have done if we'd had to face fucking Andrew Luck on our own there. Yeah,
3: what a debacle that was. That'll be yeah. an interesting listen back.
1: You really chased him off. You went running with his tail between his legs. I think he realized he fucked it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He really put his cock in his mouth there. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> you gave him literally.
3: <laughs> you gave him a good spanking there, Gors, At the end, he wasn't quite sure who it was who was bad mouthing him, but he sent him on his way. Uh, we're gonna eat him alive, all right, boys. all right, boys. Best of luck this week, as was a long one. Uh, Gors, I, ho- I hope. I, I hope all. you win, Gors. I hope I win. Come
1: Absolutely. on, reverse king. <laughs>
2: My team's looking strong. I didn't My want to reverse Jinxy, James.
1: All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you boys next week. Best of luck to all. all Let's right. go bang our brains out. We're straight. Let's go to one and three. Come on. Come on. Give it to me one time. Let's go. We're see you straight. boys later. All right, deuces. Peace,
2: boys. Deuce. Peace.